Hello. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody's here. I, I have a cat on my lap. I cannot stop laughing, Anna, at your post this morning <laughs> or last <laughs> night, whenever it was. I didn't see it. What was it? Claire, I don't know if you heard, but last night's VP debate, yeah. a fly landed on <laughs> my piece's head. And that was alive, your family's reaction to the fly landing on his head? <laughs> yes, in fact... <laughs> We turned 12 years old last night. We were so right. immature about it. Right. We just didn't expect it. We we <laughs> we knew it was going to be more subdued than last week's presidential debate, and and then that happened. And the timing <laughs> was so it was so nutty. And you, I love that because in my house it was more like, is that that's not wait no that is is that what that is? Whereas, we were so much laughing. It's like, how does that happen? You know? <laughs> right. That is a large hall that they were in. Right. And even on Mike Pence's body, it, it could have landed on that dark suit jacket. You no know? one would have known. And it had to be the white <laughs> hair. <laughs> right. To make it look like milk and cookies. <laughs> that was strange. It was strange. We were laughing so hard we couldn't believe it was happening. Right. Well, I woke up and saw that. And then I saw somebody else sent me something. And people apparently are calling that little fly. Do you know what they're calling that fly? No, what? RBG. Oh, <laughs> right. She paid him a visit. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you're laughing. Uh, and, you know, it's so funny because we have not laughed. We have not belly laughed. Yesterday, my sister and I, we swim. She was so happy about the storm. She's such a basketball fan. She's like, yay, finally, yay. something to just be so happy, Seattle storm. So we were just like loving that. So, of course, when I get to work, Shelly Hart. You know, she is is the storm. <laughs> and so yeah. she storms was, MC. Right. Yeah. So she's their announcer, yeah. Yeah. She and she was and she can't be there because they're all in Florida. So she's right. in her little Christmas dress with a hat. And I said, Oh, Shelly, isn't that wonderful? Something to be happy about. And she looked at me and she goes, You mean Christmas music? And I'm like, Christmas music? And she goes, Yeah, we started today. I was like, what? And her and the cameraman just fall over laughing. They think they're so funny. <laughs> but again, something to laugh about. So, <laughs> How long did they let you go on before, before they crushed yeah. your hopes? <laughs> Enough for me to turn, to run back into the studio to hear it for myself. <laughs> So and you it was believed just it. Five again. Of course I believed it because, you know, it's like people are putting up their Christmas lights early. Why wouldn't we start early? Right. So, But oh no, we God, haven't. So funny. So you got punked. You did get punked. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> well, weren't we just talking about that last week, about when is Warm 1069 going to start Christmas music and how we all agreed that this year Christmas can't come too soon? You know? Right. So that was mean to do to you. Yeah, it was. It was. And I'm like, and you've got your Christmas suit on and I'm wearing black. What? I could have like, you know, grabbed some Christmas lights or something.
did one ounce of you just think, my gosh, this is so early. This is the earliest we've ever gone. I always think that because since I've been here, it's been earlier and earlier every year. So every year I think that. And so I was like, wow, they really pulled the plug this year. (laughs) (laughs) So lots of laughing and laughing is so good. Even, I mean, you know, even if it's... um, at something maybe we shouldn't laugh at. <laughs> you know, we I watched um, Saturday Night Live last weekend, and, and I've had a hard time this year with election and politics and stuff in general. I've sort of, I've lost my sense of humor. Like, it takes something to be really, 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 really different or funny for me to even be able to laugh at it right now. But I thought, well, I'm going to watch Saturday Night Live because everybody's watching it and everybody's going to want to talk about it. And the political stuff was funny, but they did a sketch that I'm afraid I can't describe too much in detail because this is a, an audio podcast and not a visual podcast. They did a sketch about what would happen if there was an accident at the office where you go to get your name changed. And it was basically just a running joke of all the people who have horrible names that want them changed. Like, you know, like Amanda Kiss and Hug and Bend Over, you know, stuff like that. Only much dirtier. And And testicle. Yes, testicle, right? I was bent over laughing. I couldn't breathe. And Lori, just like you're saying, I needed to laugh. And that was the thing. I became a 10-year-old, and it was just so flippin' funny, you know? <laughs> and then I was able to deal with the political stuff because that just got me tickled, you know? That's so funny. But yeah, yeah. Betty, Betty Humter. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Betty Humter. <laughs> they, they really, they had some, they had some really nasty ones that I'm like, oh they my did. gosh. We, we can't even run him through you right now because <laughs> it won't come out right but you saw it too Anna yeah I saw oh it God. and I was shocked that they were able to <laughs> get away get with it. some of them but that's because they had the character generator they had like the, mm-hmm. the scroll at the bottom telling you what a written version of what the name was yeah. right? <laughs> kind of like kind of like when the Canadian Broadcasting Television Program Shits Creek uh, yes. won a whole bunch of Emmys last week and all of us radio people were terrified to right. say it on the air. <laughs> and uh, even now I'm feeling a little queasy about it on our podcast. Me too. But me that's too. the name of the program. I so know. I just make sure to give it that long title, Canadian Television Program starring Eugene Levy Shits Creek, <laughs> and then I feel okay. <laughs> wow. Could you guys could you guys even say it during the morning show? We did, but we said it like that. Oh, oh okay. okay. Like we literally every time we went to say it, we put that long sentence in front of it. And nobody complained. You know, I mean the thing about the thing about saying bad words on the radio is that it doesn't just happen in a vacuum. Someone has to complain about it, right? You have to have offended someone by mm-hmm. doing it. And you don't ever want to do that, ever, ever, right. ever, ever. And we know how important that is. And, and we're extremely careful about things like that. But that is the name of the program. Mm-hmm. And it was being said all over the television and all over the country. And yet still we felt nervous. But we did it and it was fine, you know. <laughs> so how Saturday Night Live got away with that, they must have, they just had to be really careful to speak very clearly. <laughs> During their sketch and then make sure those words were written out and they got away with it as far as I know. I feel like they can get away with anything because they have that finesse. They've been doing it long enough. Ten years ago or so when we had that sweaty balls. Right. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I I think we were all like, oh, my God, no way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there, there 
there's yeah. some news uh, stations that are now getting away with just <laughs> saying some words. I remember last week after the presidential debate, one of the stations um, is her name Dana Bash. She, uh-huh. yeah. I don't think I've ever heard her curse before, but she just went on and said, "I'm sorry, that was a that was a shit show." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, what, 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 what did she say? Did she say that? And she's on a network. She's on a, one of the, like, Fox or CNN or something. She, yeah, she's on CNN. Uh-huh. But then everybody else was following suit. I mean, everyone was basically calling that debate a sheet show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a sheet shawl. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we should too. Like yeah. God. <laughs> there <Shitsu>. it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what we meant. I remember, though, back in the, the previous election, shortly before, uh, that was the year of uh, Trump versus Hillary Clinton, and it was only just a few weeks before the election when some audio tapes came out of the president and uh, E! News reporter Billy Bush saying some rather unsavory things about women. And there was some very bad language in that. And I remember that was only four years ago. And the networks were really struggling and falling all over themselves, dying to repeat what it was that the president said, but not able to because it was, you know, now I think you could probably do it. Mm-hmm. But because now there's a top hit song about it. But in those days, you know, four years ago, it was it was still looked down upon. Plus, when the when the FCC finally deregulated, it gave us more freedom, but it's still right. really hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's because we're so careful or we don't want to lose our jobs or I mean, we we all know people that have lost their jobs from having their mic open. Right. Absolutely. In some of the and that's part of what happened happens is, you know, um, radio studios are set up in different ways for different functions, but a lot of people forget that the basic job of a radio station is to flip on a microphone and be live all over the town. And a lot of people forget that and don't push the right buttons. And so they may not mean to get on and say bad things, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they are overheard saying bad things. Right. They forget to turn um, their mic off when they've had a yep. caller they don't appreciate. <laughs> yeah. And those are the people that I know that have lost their jobs. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, we, we all, all of, especially our stations are so family oriented mostly right. that we do want to be careful. They yeah, always say do. you work in a, a radio station, always pretend the microphone is always on because you never know. You never know. And then, you know, in the case of our morning show, we, you know, okay, right now with COVID, it's a little bit different. But generally speaking, your assumption is that moms are driving with their kids in the car and you never, and you know, dads too, but we always think of it as moms. Mm-hmm. Um, you never want to say anything, whether it's the words or the content that you don't want little ears to hear. And, you know, kind of like, and like the Simpsons and all great humor, we do say things and it hopefully just goes right over the kid's head. Right. We but say we it in a way. <laughs> we never want to put the parent in the position of the kid asking, mm-hmm. what did that mean? <laughs> you know? Well, even, even today on, uh, on, I always bring this up on, uh, in fact, I saw Fitz in the hallway. I said, we love your show. And he's like, yeah, Claire told me, but on, what are you <laughs> kidding me? You were, try- he was trying to tell a story and he was basically letting us know that he was telling it in a way that adults should read into it and kids would just never pick up on it. Yes. You know what? And I wasn't, from, uh, I know what you're talking about and I didn't even know what he was talking about. It went over my head. <laughs> I knew where it was going, but apparently everybody else knew where it already was, you know? And so I had to, I had to, I had to look it up. Yeah. Again, I think that's you being the only girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, but it, it, it's true. You, you know, you want to be fun and funny and relevant and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, we, we know families enjoy radio together and um, we want to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. You know? The thought of people listening to their radio while driving in their car makes me so happy because a lot of times when people find out I work in radio, they go, oh, I don't listen. <sighs> right. And it's a different they, generation. Yeah, it is a different generation. You know, it's funny. I used to uh, I used to work in a different town, and, and they would say, what radio station are you on? And, and I happened to work for a cluster that had six stations, and I was on all six of them because I was the traffic and news reporter. Right. And I would, I would name every single one of the stations, and they were like, oh, I don't listen to the radio. And I'm like, well, then why did you just make me name all those stations? <laughs> why do you care <laughs> where, where I work? But, but the follow-up to that is then, as the conversation continued, they would start talking about things they'd heard on different radio stations. And I'm like, aha, you do listen to the radio, right? (laughs) Everybody listens to the radio, whether you know it or not. Like you may have your favorite podcast, like Listen and Learn or Not, that you're going to take time to listen to, and you can do that in the car or wherever you want. Or you may want to put on music or whatever you've got. But at some point, whether you realize it or not, you do flip on the radio, whether it's for the news or a ball game or music or whatever you want. You, we sort of take it for granted that it's there because terrestrial radio is free and it always has been and Lord willing it always will be. And and you, you may not think you know, don't because you don't have a favorite station, but everybody, you're, you're, you're listening to it at some point. And when something local happens, what do we do? We turn yep. on the radio. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And not just yep. because we need to know what it is because we can find that out anywhere, but we want to hear someone we know that we recognize talking about it. You know, it's yes. that it's that feeling of community that, wow, we're all in this. We we knew that person or we knew someone that knew that person or mm-hmm. and I think that's yeah. going to be what saves radio in the long run is the community. I agree. Aspect. I agree. And local radio is where you will find the local roads that got closed or or, right. or you know, what is open and what isn't or where there's toilet paper in, in the case of this year or, <laughs> exactly. or, or you know, whatever it is. You're not going to get that on your satellite station. You're only going to get that in your local station, whatever the format may be, because, you know, when COVID first started and everything, we all kind of dropped format just a little bit and, yeah. and, you know, tried to give as much information as we could. And actually, I loved it. I mean, I hated what we were going through, but it felt like old radio to me. I'm like, I'm talking yep. about who's making masks, where are we going to, you know, it was so awesome to be able to do radio in a way that had been done so long ago. I just, I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did too. I, uh, this year was different, but I've had a couple of years where I've done like hurricane broadcasting. Wow. You know, like, you know, just three or four days straight of nothing but uh, hurricane stuff. Actually, this cluster I was talking about before where I lived in the old town where there were six stations, we tied all six stations together. So we were basically doing one big, giant, massive simulcast. And what they did was they mixed up the music so that we could get a break from talking and people could hear music, but it was only one coming from one place. So people who were looking for like old timey country music were getting ABBA and (laughs) the people who, who wanted like, you know, ABBA were getting Led Zeppelin and it was fun. It was so much fun to just play whatever we wanted. Oh, <laughs> I then, love it. And then give out the hurricane information. And, you know, we, we were glad to be, get back to normal. But Laura, Laura, like you were saying, it felt like old-fashioned radio that we were trained to do, you mm-hmm. know. Telling people what they really need to know. Right. Telling you what you need to know, giving you a break from it with a little music and a couple of jokes, and then getting back to the serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And letting people call. Letting people call and talk. That's the other thing we did when COVID first started a few months ago, and we mm-hmm. still do, is if you want to, you want to talk, you have something to say, call us. We'd love to hear you. We're here. We're live. We're local. Mm. Call us up. Tell us how you're feeling, what we can do to help you. I love that. Yay, radio. (laughs) How did we get on that? Oh, because we can't say bad words. Okay. Right. No bad words. (laughs) 
<laughs> the rules really still apply to to radio then, right? As far as bad words, like oh, we, yes. we get fined. Absolutely. I don't think you get absolutely. Well, I think as far as the FCC goes, there's more freedom. But I think individually, like our station, I mean, there's this new sign right up in all of our studios. Treat yes. all mics as hot mics. <laughs> yes. And as far as the FCC goes, yeah, the, the fines are absolutely still there. What, what happens is someone hears it and then they file a complaint and then the FCC investigates and there, there's a fine against the owner and then usually the disc jockey or whoever is responsible for it. But like Lori's saying, our company doesn't even want to get anywhere near that. <laughs> as, a, right. as, as a personal group of people, we're holding we're holding each other responsible. We're not waiting for the FCC to, to hold us responsible. Re- remember on How I Met Your Mother, how they were always wanting her to say something? Something really weird in the middle of her. <laughs> yes. So when I first started on here with Matt Case, he wanted me to say booger. And so every chance I got, I would say, man, traffic is really boogered up on 405. And he would just <laughs> laugh so hard. You know, I worked at a homeless shelter. So the ladies couldn't believe I was on the radio. And they're like, how will we know that you're thinking of us? And I said, give me a word. And they go, scarf. And I go, okay, you'll hear the word scarf and you'll know. It happened to be a sunny day. People had the top stick down on their cars and I said and this was with AJ and he looked at me so funny I go lot of you got your hoods down and your scarves on but blah 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 and he's like what in the world next day I go to the shelter I'm like well did you hear it they go we weren't listening oh no I know I put myself on the line for you You put a lot have, of thought to it, too. I used to have people do that, try to throw words in the traffic reports. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun challenge. Yeah. Shoot, both traffic reporters. I, I want to throw that challenge out. Yeah. Like what? What word, Anna? Oh, I really do like booger. <laughs> Actually, well, we should do it to you because you're the one who provides us our commercial copy. So right. we should we should challenge you to put a word in our commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then we'll all get yeah. <laughs> What does booger oh, have to do with pizza? <laughs> so Morgan Wallen is a country singer, and mm-hmm. he's kind of a rising star. He's pretty popular amongst people who are hardcore country fans, but yeah. he's really not well-known outside of that. And he was scheduled to do Saturday Night Live this week, which could have propelled him into major uh, nationwide spotlight because he's got a couple of hit songs, and he's completely adorable and cute. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he is a, a southern boy, and he, he's, he's not super young. He's 28, and he, he likes his parties. And last weekend, while he was supposed to be observing COVID protocols in preparation for going to New York to tape Saturday Night Live, he went to a party at the University of Alabama <laughs> and was not just drinking and hanging out with a bunch of people and no masks and all that stuff, but he was randomly kissing women. <gasps> and... There's video. <laughs> so people were posting all over TikTok and other forms of all the things that he was doing. And uh, Saturday Night Live canceled him. They said they couldn't take the chance and violated protocol. They take their safety on set very seriously and they're very sorry, but they can't use him this weekend. So he put out a big statement. He put out a written statement as well as an, a video statement saying that he's very sorry. He is taking time away from the spotlight to reassess. He realizes he's maybe made some bad decisions. And he's going to take some time away and think about where he is. 
Wow. Interesting. Well, it yeah. says that he stole the show in hearts at the American Country Music Awards. He sure did because he's so flipping cute. He is. He is. And he's a good singer and performer. And he, he's, he's, I'm not saying he's not nationally known because he is, but, but mm. this would have really, really put him on the map, I think, being on SNL. Oh, yeah. Oh. And um, he, what, what, what we were talking about today was, you know, I think a lot of these guys, when you're 10 years old and you grow up and you want to be a rock star, you think being a rock star is one thing. But really, when you reach a certain level of success, it's a business. <laughs> and oh, yeah. you, are, you are the product in a business that is your manager and your road crew and your band and your family and all the other people that are counting on you. And you have to be certain places and do certain things. And yes, he has an image to maintain as a partying redneck kid. But the reality is you also have to follow certain rules. And you may not agree with those rules, but sometimes you have to follow them just to hit all the marks you have to hit. And, you know, I think he's realizing that it was irresponsible of him to, to, to break the rules. Whether or not you agree with whether it's safe to party without a mask on is one thing, but to break rules set forth for you, right. that just was a bad decision. Well, Did you in a hear position. about that Seahawk that it was a rookie uh, before the season started? I don't know if they were trying to um, have a bubble during the preseason. Uh, he's young. He brought in someone into the bubble. It, it, he wasn't a Seahawk. I think he was trying to. Uh, he, no, he, he was drafted. on the team. He mm -hmm. was a rookie and he'd made the team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, he did make the team. And I it wasn't somebody he already. really knew either, right? It was like, yeah. yeah. No, no one, no one you've heard of. He was very young and this was his first chance. He was like a draft pick and everything. And, and yeah. he brings somebody in. Um, I think it, it was a girl. <laughs> yep. And and that you know people found out, and he's like, "Sorry, you're you're done." And you know, and that's heartbreaking too because he spent all his life practicing and and mm -hmm. and and having this moment, and now he's he's not there anymore because of one bad decision. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just bad judgment. Bad. And plus, he he knew he was breaking the rules because he kind of tried to disguise her like she was a player. He right. Put, like some gear. <laughs> that's <on>. it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no. Someone with all this padding. <laughs> yeah. And where are these stilts? <laughs> stilts. And this mustache. <laughs> he, he broke some rules. And you feel like, gosh, those were simple rules to follow. Yeah. Um, and this is your big dream. Why would you take that risk? But, you know, again, they're young. And sometimes, especially when you've been cooped up for months and everything, right. I, I guess this that that could happen. I think people forget to realize they're affecting other people because, as you know, I work with drug addicts and they always say, well, my addiction is my problem. It's only hurting me. You know, and mm. people that do these things, they're like, well, I'm willing to take the risk. And it's like, but you just risked all of us, you know, right. and oh, I think yeah. that's what's really sad about those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly right, Laura. You're, you're risking everybody. And you're talking in some cases it's a financial risk. In this case, it's a health risk mm -hmm. as, as well as a financial risk for both of those guys. Yeah. I, I can't remember that rookie Seahawks name. I remember that happening. And doesn't it feel like everything in 2020, even if something was like two weeks ago, like it was five months ago? Oh, <laughs> yes. It's like, what week was that? Right. <laughs> we all know the Seattle Storm just Woo! won a championship. Yes. Woo! Number four. Num number four. Is That's amazing. Crazy. Way Crazy. to go, Storm. Four in 16 years. Awesome.
And Shelly was reminding us a few days ago, so before that, that last game, she was reminding us that it was uh, Jewel Lloyd's birthday. She was saying stuff like, I wonder if her birthday wish is a win for the championship. And, and of course it <laughs> happens. They win. Jewel Lloyd, she was talking about how she knew Kobe Bryant. He used to work with Jewel on her game and gave her the nickname Gold Mamba. And <laughs> Number 24 because of Kobe and um, and wears the, some gold basketball shoes because of him. And so this was her first season without him. And it made me realize, my gosh, when we lost Kobe, and that, was, that one hit a lot of people hard. Um, I can't even believe that was this year. That's how long. I mean, and it wow. wasn't really that long ago. It was really, what, 10 months ago? Mm. And it felt like forever. Really? Oh my God, you're right. I would have thought that that was a year ago. You're right. That was in the springtime sometime, right? It was the winter. Um, I think it was like end of January. Wow. Everything seems like forever ago. Yeah, and yeah, it's it, so out of sort. But, yeah, it's out of so, exactly. It it doesn't. It's it's like it's fuzzy almost. It, it's not even yeah. so much that it seems that long ago as that you can't. Like I can remember other times in my life having a very specific sense of where I was when, and this just feels like a big blurry blob. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, you know, in a few days it's going to be mid October. I swear it was. We just got over September. I know. Right. I can't speak for everyone, but for me, I feel like every time it's the middle of a month, I'm like, how is that happening? Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's either so fast or so long ago. Part of that is because, I mean, school's not right, sports isn't right. right. And I don't yeah. mean just like pro sports that we watch, but like if your kids play sports, all of that stuff, we all set our clocks by these rituals and mm. we have no rituals. Right. right. And when right. we first started into this, we were like, oh, this is, you know, everything was getting canceled and we were upset. But we weren't thinking summer was going to get canceled or Christmas right. was going to be different or Halloween, you know. And so I think that in the beginning, we just kept thinking it's all going to pass. And I think now, now we're like, oh my gosh, how long is everything going to be different? Right, right. right. And we didn't yep. know that like NBA playoff games and finals would overlap football, you know, the right. beginning of football and all this shuffling of, of sports. And then being in the unknown, like how long is NFL going to last with all these COVID cases popping up left and right? The Titans just now have like, they have a bunch of new COVID cases today. And, uh, and I was saying the other day, we were talking about, you know, favorite things about fall and things we always look forward to. When I was a kid, and even not that long ago, you would look forward to the new fall TV season, right? Like all the new shows were coming yes. out. Right. Well, now it's not even just COVID kind of did this because Netflix and Hulu threw out everything they had all, you know, ever since last spring. There's no more fall TV. I mean, there is a fall TV season, but I feel so far removed from it because of all the apps we watch instead of networks. Yeah. 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 And think about this, back to school. I mean, it usually starts July and there was just no back to school commercials, right? which I kind of enjoyed. But still, you know that that was a big hit, uh, you know, taking a hit financially. For, yeah, mm -hmm. of course, for mm -hmm. the stores and everybody who, who works on that stuff. And now here's another thing we're freaking out about is the notion of like Black Friday shopping. Now... Prime Day is next week. So Amazon Prime has two days where they have crazy, amazing sales and flash sales and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and that's their thing. Retailers are jumping on that now. So Best Buy and I think Target are going to have Prime Day sales. They're not going to call them that, of course. They're going to call it something else. But it's going to be those same two days next week. Huh. So even the whole Thanksgiving, Christmas shopping season is out of whack <laughs> because... 
how am I supposed to know when I'm supposed to be somewhere if y'all keep changing the rituals? Wow. Warm should start playing their Christmas music that day, Prime Day. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. Somebody text Gus. <laughs> well, and when you think about how different all the holidays are, you know, uh, Halloween, we're not necessarily going to knock on doors. Think about Christmas. What's the biggest thing for kids? Sitting on Santa's lap. That's not going to be happening. <gasps> oh, right. Okay, here's a prediction, guys. Santa suits will be going nuts. Families can just dress up like him for right. for that reason. I thought you were going to say they're going to go vinyl. Easy to wipe off. We got to sanitize Santa before the next person comes up. Not a bad idea, girl. They'll be doing Zoom Santa or postcard Santa. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Well, we were talking this morning on the What Are You Kidding Me stories on Fits in the Morning, now available in its own podcast, that um, the Santas, the, the Santa's helpers, right? Not Santa himself, but the helpers, helpers that you meet at the mall where you go are some of the highest risk people right because they tend to be older and overweight oh my gosh Um, that's part of what's going into all this so that's that's tricky i didn't even think of that i was so obsessed with halloween and what we were going to do with halloween i didn't even think about how it's going to impact christmas Christmas with no santa (laughs) (laughs) and i'm jewish so i can't even imagine (laughs) if if you're not They're going to get, you know, that skeleton they were talking about, the Halloween skeleton. They're just going to have to get a 30, 40 foot Santa and people just walk around his legs and get a picture. And there you have it. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, man. I just I don't know how parents are doing it this year. It's like one thing after another, you know. Yeah. I was uh, talking with my granddaughter, who's eight. She was in a room and called me. I love it when she does that and her parents don't know it. So we were just talking (laughs) on her little pad and she said, yeah, so-and-so, my best friend just got tested positive with COVID. And so her whole class, because they're going to school there, her whole class has to stay home in quarantine. And I go, well, what about you? She goes, oh yeah, we haven't seen each other forever. I'm like, okay, your best friends, you must be just, you know, talking on the pad or something. So a whole class at her school now has to stay home in quarantine. Think about it. Some of them are going to have kids in different classes. Right. So yeah, it's like, here we go again. Sounds like your granddaughter's kind of taking it in stride, though. You know, they really are because they don't really know it's that abnormal. I mean, it's like all this stuff is happening, but for them, they're young and it's like, oh, okay. That's why I'm always telling them, write this down, write this down, you know. I asked my granddaughter, my um, sister's a teacher, and she's always telling me about Caldecott books. And my granddaughter reads like nobody's business. And so I said, did you hear the story about the girl who swallowed the moon? Because I thought I'd get it for her. She goes, no, but I heard the one about the woman that swallowed a fly. And I know she doesn't know why she swallowed a fly. That's not really a story, but... <laughs> right. It's like it feels like it's not going away. It's like we get some ground and lose some other ground we weren't even thinking about. Right. That's exactly. <clears throat> you lose some ground you weren't thinking about. It's like there's so many moving parts to our lives. We don't right. even realize it until something yeah. takes them away or, or, or at least makes you put them in a box. You know? Right. Some of the schools, now I don't know about your school, Anna, but in Snohomish County, some of the schools were planning on going back in November. I know one school, some people have had cancer, so they're oh. vulnerable. A lot of the teachers are older, so they're vulnerable. You know, it's like thinking, wow, are they really going to go through with this? Now, do your kids have hmm. a plan to go back, Anna? Uh, no, it's, I, I know they were in the talks of like having kindergarten through fifth grade 
but I don't know. I mean, I feel like with colleges that started us off, and just keeping an eye like UW, I mean, I think they now have 212 new positive cases oh, like around yeah. Greek Road. I, I don't know. I just... I don't know mm. if that's a good idea, but mm-hmm. you know how I've been about this whole thing anyway. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just too easy to pass to each other and spread. Right. Anna, does it, like, you know, for, I, granted, I haven't known you my whole life, but for the time I've known you, you you're somebody who's very uh, proactive. You seem to plan. You seem to have, like, a good handle on A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? It Does it drive you crazy that this whole thing is just a big unknown? I mean, was there a point maybe over the summer or in the last few weeks with school where you consciously had to tell yourself, okay, relax, you're not going to get the answers. You have to wait for them to come. Um... Yeah, it, it is all so unknown, and I, I've always told this to Lori, and maybe to you, but I think in the beginning, I was like, I was made for this. I was yes. built for this. <laughs> and it was all these episodes of, of The Walking Dead <laughs> that I was watching, but then watching, you know, friends, how the COVID's been affecting them, like employment-wise or health-wise, then it became scary. Then it was like, okay, um, we can stay in. We're all set. We got no toilet paper. And <laughs> I don't know how to really answer that because, yeah, I am a, I'm a planner, but I also fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> right. And it's good you to know? have both skills. It, it, it's it's good to be someone who can plan ahead and also fly by the seat of your pants. <laughs> Sometimes I don't do it right, but right. <laughs> you know, I do know a lot of people that are in limbo because they've lost their job. Maybe they've had to move. They're waiting on new jobs. A lot of the new jobs are waiting on COVID. And so people that are just in limbo and trying to find that place of peace, you know, and they're, it's like yes. you freak out for a few minutes and you're like, wait, there's nothing I can do. But, you know, so I think that a lot of people are really really in really hard places because you you're when you're a person of action it's really hard when there's no action you can take or or at least limited action that you right can take. you're like I've done everything I can do and I like I just gotta sit and wait yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm really bad at that too <laughs> but <laughs> but I've learned to live with it really I mean that's all I can do I've had to actively learn to live with it in the last few months and I don't have kids I'd be crawling <laughs> the walls if I had kids I know I've thought often I'm so glad my kids were raised because I just don't know how as a single mom I just don't know how I would have navigated this and I I am in awe of all of you every parent you and every parent Anna that exists that's listening to our voice right now I am in awe of all of you yes let's give them a hand I mean seriously It's like you look forward to school starting in the fall and it's been what nine ten months gosh Yeah, basically, then you got that break in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't imagine trying to entertain. Like, I'm just thinking my third kid, he was a wild child, and I cannot imagine. (laughs) I don't think he could have learned online. I just can't even imagine. Yeah. And you can't, and you can't, like, throw him outside to play. Yeah. Wow. So, kudos to parents. Yeah. 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 Thanks. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Plus, okay. I, you know, and I'll be honest, I, I don't feel like, um, I, I probably don't feel like a whole lot of people as far as certain things like, 
oh man, we can't do this and that. I mean, there are some things I am going bat crazy about. Like I, I want to go to my concerts. I'm, yes. I'm bummed that movie theaters are now closing permanently and uh, yeah. and things like that. But like as far as my kids, because they love their video games so much, I have a feeling even if we didn't have COVID, they would have stayed home anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that part is a blessing. But if it had been like five years ago or so, um, this would have been hard because we were doing a lot of a lot more outdoorsy things at that time and and being with their friends and everything but now they they can talk to their friends no matter what because it's online right Mm -hmm. yeah well and also just the whole aspect of food you know it's like yeah we plan on kids eating lunch at school or whatever and so you know like for me nothing changed but now you've got kids home 24 7 Mm-hmm. So they've got to yeah. have three meals and snacks and yeah, yeah. We have to make that Costco run. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'll be like in survival mode, you know, when I need to. So this is what's funny is you like to plan and everything, but when you're in a crisis like this, oh, he always box at the end of the show. You can go <laughs> with the flow, you know, and so that's kind of right. what I've seen you do. You're like, hey, we're home, we're doing this, and I've just thought, wow, that is so amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah with the help of of my husband, it, it's uh, it really it really works. While you're doing that, oh, let me, oh, get, let me see if I can. Oh, sure, it. sure, stop sure. it. Process. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> they know they know when, and they know when it's almost time for Lori's report. So <laughs> they need their traffic. <laughs> <laughs> They're like time for traffic. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're now planning. I mean, we don't know yet when we're going to be back in our office. And I know some people in our household know they're not going to be in their office for like another year. Wow. And um, right. You know, and there's a lot. There's a lot of companies too that that already know that they're not going to be opening their offices to their employees. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, until part of 2021 and later. And some companies are they're telling their employees they don't ever have to come back to the office. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever want to be told that, but like I think like Facebook, uh, Twitter, Slack. You know, so some big companies are, are really saying that to their employees. Well, so. I know a friend of mine got a job at Amazon a little bit higher up than the warehouse, and they just sent her a computer, said, you're working from home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And even if they do come back, they're thinking about how the workplace, the way people are being rearranged um, would be, and, and some might be doing some remodeling, because this might be the new normal, either remote or a new way of having people in the office, that is. Yeah, yeah and, and think about it. We've been sort of thinking about this lately, too, is if businesses realize that they can save money and work efficiently and still be good businesses with most people at home, and they don't need these big buildings anymore, mm-hmm. what's going to happen to all these big buildings? Gosh. I've been thinking about that because I'm seeing it because I drive quite a ways to work. It feels like 20, 2008. Remember that? When things start closing, closing, closing? Right. But they're not all closing in this case. They're staying as viable businesses, but they just, they no longer need the footprint. You know, mm-hmm. it's crazy. What's going to, you know, will it bring costs down? Will it bring housing down? Will it provide space for housing that might be needed? Mm. Might there be an upside that would take some vision to handle? And is it different from city to city? Is a place like Seattle Mm going to handle it differently than, you know, a place like Detroit or wherever? Yeah, it's interesting, but it feels like a big shift. It doesn't feel like a a small thing. It feels like a big thing. 
Yeah, it does. You just had a bunch of good ideas there, Claire. I think we need to make some, write some petitions here. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I thought of is, you know, there's so many more homeless now. So let's put them in the abandoned movie theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You each get a chair. (laughs) Turn that into affordable housing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How hard can it be? But those are the kinds of things that take like incentives and tax breaks for the developers and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But I do feel like we as a nation are about to have a whole lot of office space. (laughs) Yes. And right. available, or at least acreage available to do something with in a mm-hmm. in a time when we're we're having a housing crisis. So you know, who knows? Maybe there will be some kind of silver lining out of all this. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are some really good solutions. And you know what? They need to put that in place. What you just said, Claire, because we don't want in like a hundred years from now people saying, "Yeah." There are all these homeless people in all these empty buildings, but they just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know exactly, but yeah. they didn't know what to do. Right, yeah. and right. L- like here where I live, we have a an empty hotel. It's abandoned. Maybe somebody could do something, but then there is, like you said, all this liability and stuff. So there would have to be incentives, and there would have to be protection and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I don't think it's impossible. It's not impossible. It just takes leadership and vision and will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and and for some people, maybe greed. I mean, yeah, maybe, you I know. know. If you do it right, good old-fashioned capitalism will, mm-hmm. will, will make it work out for somebody. But in any case, it seems like a waste if we can't fix this problem right. With, right. This, right. with this other problem. Well, and the right people girls. need to make some sacrifices. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, we can make things happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can see that it's time to go, ladies. So I want to thank you guys again for your words of wisdom today and every day. Life Coach Lori and Claire and, and thank Anna you. D. Oh, did you just say my name? And Anna D. And D. And D. And D. You call my name. Mm-hmm. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> If no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. (laughs) And thank you, listeners, for downloading this podcast. You can get it everywhere. You get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Wine, Tinder, (laughs) Harmony. Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us? Five stars. Claire, should they share our podcast with friends and family and enemies? Friends, family, enemies, dentists, and also general (laughs) contractors. Always. (laughs) Enjoy your week, everyone. This is Listen and Learn. Or not. Or not. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, I should be embarrassed. (laughs) This is too much. My poor kids had to live through that. (laughs) See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.